Ja, ja, ding dong! Bitte zdrava! Bitte zdrava! Bitte zdrava! Building Bridges! Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, You're good to go! Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is the Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Well, semi-final two just ended moments ago, and we're here to discuss it with you guys. Um, let's dive right into it, shall we? The first country that made it through to the final was Albania. Albina and her family made it with Duya. <laughs> family? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not her whole family, but, you know, well, the core members, the at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that we initially didn't have this down as a qualifier, but I gotta say, I was not shocked that this made it through. This performance was stunning. This was probably my favorite performance of the whole night. Um, I may have even cast a vote or two for them. Like, I was really impressed by it. And, yeah, it was stunning and an absolutely deserving finalist. You know, when we were talking in one of our, of our previous episodes, like how the song can change when you put it on stage. Mm. And I think Albania was the case here. You know, like when, when, you, when you saw the staging, when you saw how, um, how they delivered on stage. And we mm. all talked saying, you know, this is such a sure qualifier. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it would be, you know, a Eurovision crime not to. Mm. And, and I think we all agree that it, it was very, very well deserving. Yeah. Dave, what did you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, not one of my favorites, not one that I would listen to, uh, you know, outside of Eurovision, but uh, I think Sasha Jean-Baptiste saved it and got them the qualification. Yeah. So the second finalist was Cyprus, Andrew Lambrow with Break a Broken Heart. Lambrow. Lambrow. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, another pretty short fi- finalist for me. Um It was a beautiful performance. The staging was amazing as well. Um, I gotta say, I did hear a lot of backing vocalists, but I think overall, like, he did a good job. It was a nice performance. And yeah, well-deserved. Spot in the final. I would say that uh, the song wasn't so easy. So I think if you're not, like, at least a decent vocalist, you Mm. could barely, you know, handle the song. And Andrew did an amazing job, both with staging and the vocals and with the song itself. Um, and, and yes, and after watching press conference, seeing how genuine this guy is, it's so, so, so well-deserving to see them going through. Yeah, I agree. I really like the staging. Um, really tough, uh, for someone to hit those really high notes and yeah, the backing vocalists uh, helped it out and easy, easy qualifier for me. Yeah. The third finalist was Estonia, another amazing vocal performance, Alika with Bridges. We still need her to sing our intro at some point, please. Alika, <laughs> if you hear this, call us. Um, I was a little bit nervous for this, just, you know, for the sake of juries not being able to vote in the semifinal. Um, but obviously it was well-deserved because she was definitely one of the best vocalists of the night and she... Did it all by herself, basically. I think she barely had any backing singers. At least I didn't notice any. Mm. Um, yeah, great vocals. Uh, nice song. Um, I can definitely see what is made for. Yeah, I mean, she was like really delivering anyway. Um, as you said, you know, these kind of songs, they get pushed by the juries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also non-qualification of Georgia is also one of the cases. You know, yeah. you have pretty much pure vocal quality. But uh, let's say that's 
sort of a case why we didn't see them going through. But like Estonia did, like Alika did an amazing job. Mm. That's that ain't no secret. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I I was shocked. Um, you both predicted Estonia to qualify. I didn't. So congratulations on that. Yeah. I I still don't get the song. I still find it. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not for me. Um, but the staging was beautiful, so I'll, I'll give her that. Yeah. The fourth finalist then was Belgium, Gustav, with Because of You. And uh, this was not a surprise to any of us, probably, but maybe to some other Eurovision fans. But we knew he would make it through. Like, he was the first song out of, you know, so many dark songs who actually, you know, was a catchy tune and, like, happy. And I... Definitely Sam as a qualifier, and I think he might get a few points in the final as well. Yeah, um, I think that qualification of Belgium was pretty much on the cards, um, especially with, again, televoting only. Um, it was nice not to to the one of the most amazing eras in music, and Gustav actually um, make a nice... Uh, he did a nice trip, you know, back yeah. to these uh, amazing days. Uh, I have to say that I really appreciated tonight, or I mean yesterday now, uh, the performances when um, the singers brought, you know, their backing singers to to the stage. Because mm -hmm. like nowadays, that's not the case anymore. We all they always, you know, hide them in the backstage, uh, even though they usually make staging more, yeah. you know, um, help me with with the word. Um, more interesting or yeah. like you know like more fulfilling or anyway and and I'm happy with it I'm I'm yeah. super happy yeah oh, I'm thrilled uh, I was falling asleep uh, for for me uh, Belgium's performance really kicked the show off yes and woke me up and got me in a really good Eurovision mood I'm still so confused I didn't choose him to open like, yeah so like it was so such a party started it, yeah. he is and and the other performances some of them were quite dark and then he comes out and his white and his pink and all yeah. these flashing lights and and a contortionist and just yeah he, he nailed it and I'm so happy he got through to the final yeah Now, after five years of non-qualification, the fifth finalist announced was Austria. I was obviously very excited about this. Um, I think there's a dent in the ceiling that we're going to have to pay for the Airbnb <laughs> <laughs> from when your head hit the ceiling. <laughs> um, you know, I was pretty confident about this, but you never know 100% in Eurovision. But yeah, absolutely thrilled, absolutely deserved. Um, I think they improved a lot because like in the rehearsals, I always felt they were holding back. But yeah, this was amazing. And I'm really happy. And yeah, I have my fingers crossed for the final. Uh, for me, you know, Austria's song was Love on the First Sight. And I'm happy that it stayed um, both from the studio version all the way to the you know live stage and um, for me it looked like like a you know obvious qualifier there was no mm. you know question for me and i saw girls at the press conference and they were you know like it, it's it's really nice to see the actual you know eurovision fandom being on the stage and you know living their own dream mm. and this is as after he said like after like five years a nice way to to celebrate uh, Austria's place back into the grand final. What can I say after that? Yeah, I, I totally agree. This was never not qualifying. Exactly. Um, they have a few tweaks to make, a few little, I think, vocal 
things to tidy up and maybe a little kind of, you know, here and there with the with the staging, with the, the, the timings of some of their dance moves. But, um, yeah, this I think this is top 10 for sure. Oh, I and, hope so. <laughs> and pretty much, I think, as much as the betting odds are saying, very likely to be winner of tonight's semifinal. It seems like every time they perform from the rehearsals to tonight, they're slowly like giving it a little bit more. Like I don't know if they're, they're getting more comfortable on stage or or they're just really trying to save their energy. I don't know mm-hmm. what they're doing, but every time it gets better and better. Yeah. So I expect a big show on Saturday. It's better than other way around. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I would be so thrilled about that. Well, finalist number six was another one I was thrilled about, Lithuania. Monica Linkita made it with Stay or Chuto Tuto. Yeah, exactly. It's so catchy. Like, of course, it's qualified. Everyone can, like, yeah. sing along to the Chuto Tuto part. And I, I'm i just thrilled for her. Um, I wasn't nervous for her. I did think she would go through, but, like, you never know. And I was so happy. It's a beautiful song. It's a catchy song at the same time. Love it. Uh, super happy. I'm super happy to see her back in a competition after like five, eight years. And, and, you know, it feels amazing, you know, just to just to have her back on her own. Is it five years? No, eight. Eight years, right? It was 2015. That's eight years. Eight years, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and she didn't age at all. And she brought this yeah. amazing... I mean, she really didn't. Like, no. she really... She, she looks great. And the song is like as you as you said before, it's it's really catchy. It you know it's if if you want it or not, it it lives rent free in your yeah. head, you know. Um, and 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 I love it. I'm I'm so happy for her that she's back. Yeah, I agree. Um, not one of my favorites. I wasn't paying too much attention to it when it was on. I gotta say, uh, I apologize. Uh, it's it's uh, it's annoyingly catchy, and it's still in my head. And I, I, for that reason, I, I totally get why I qualified. So congratulations to her. And we all had that one qualifying in our predictions. Yeah. yeah. So the seventh qualifier was Poland. Blanca was solo. Um, initially, only Dave predicted this. Um, but after rehearsals, I also thought this would probably qualify. Um, they really made the best of what they had with this. Um, Still, I'm not a fan of the song and of Blanca, but yeah, I can totally see why it went through. And it's like an easy pop song that's easy, you know, listenable. So yeah, I see why people liked it. I enjoyed the, the performance. Um, I think that even though, not you, but like, you know, even if you're a fan or not, you can always see the difference and the progress which was made from national final till, you know, the semi-final performance. And I think it was done, you know, greatly. It, it's nothing that that we never saw before, you know, it's, mm. but it's a female mm. long hair bob, you know, <laughs> that people happen to enjoy. And, um, you know, I, I really hope that um, she will do well. Uh, it's definitely, if, if any of you guys are going to Euroclub or are in Euroclub as the time as we're recording, you're probably dancing to that song, which is probably the main, mm. you know, uh, audience to it. Um, and probably it gets probably even more airplay in countries yeah. who follows Eurovision. Well, what to say about her? Um, I think she's one of the ones this year uh, kind of suffering from the Chanel effect from last year. One of these that uh, went through its national final and we've seen some changes, specifically the dance break. Hmm. So they've added that. Um, I don't know if that's what got it through or not, but uh, yeah, it's it's one it's one in a million. But it's fun. It's upbeat, and I totally see why it uh, why it qualified. And I love the hair. 
I love her. I, I love. I loved her hair. I can't comment on hair. <laughs> yeah, well, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> the best hair came from finalist number eight, oh, yeah. Danny from Voyager and Australia. Oh, awesome. They were headlining as they promised. Uh, I think this was one of our favorites interviews this season right and of course they were qualifying this was a spectacular show i think they're also like a small like a small dark horse in the final i can definitely see them in a top 10 in the final as well it was such a funny moment i think as you said it was probably um speaking for myself probably one of the most I mean, the funniest interview we had this season. Yeah. Uh, Dave waking up for this at like what at five a.m. your yeah. time, yeah. and and then you know I remember how we we um, tried to arrange that interview with with their mm -hmm. head of press. You know, they're saying, "Oh, maybe you guys you should do it when they're on promotor in Europe because otherwise you will never make it and stuff." And and I, I'm so 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 happy for them because they really you know it was show which was the one to remember and 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 I'm happy to see them in the finals. Yeah, it was the perfect show closer. Um they they threw everything they had at this as we expected because mm -hmm. why would you want this for so long and fly all the way to Liverpool yeah. to just give an average performance. So they yeah. threw the kitchen sink at this, all the pyro at the end. They brought a freaking car on stage. That was I amazing. mean I yeah. loved it. I loved every second of that. I didn't want it to end, and I'm glad Europe supported them because I know um, Australia and Televote don't always get along so well, so it's nice to see them get through, and uh, the juries usually support Australia, so hope that, you never know, this could definitely be left side of the board as well on Saturday night. I sure hope so. Well, uh, the ninth finalist was Armenia, brunette with future lover. Um, Despite, you know, the not-so-liked spots two in the running order, she definitely made it to the final. Um, again, someone we all predicted, but I have to say, like, when there were only two spots left, I wasn't so sure if it was going to be Armenia. But um, I really liked the performance, and I love that we can finally have a dance break in a non-pop song, and it still goes well with it, you know? Because, like, people were talking about it, like, oh... It can't go with a song like that. You can't add a dance break to that. But not every dance break has to be a pop song, you know? Mm. A dance break can also be artistic. What did you think? I I mean, I have to say that, like, that song was never, you know... Um, I really needed to listen to that a few times just to get mm. on board. Um, but she, she did it flawlessly. And, you know, that's pretty much just uh, why... The explanation for why she's in the final is, mm. is saying, but you know, it's 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 a great song, it's a great performance, and I'm looking forward to see her on Saturday show. Mm. Yeah, I I still don't get it. <laughs> I, th I think I I I don't, I don't remember it actually. I know it was second. You just said uh, it was so early. I I think I was dozing off. I must have been. I remember there were some colors. Um, I don't remember the dance break at all. I swear I don't remember it. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, Gustav woke me up. Uh, so she, she was part of that beforehand. Um, good to see Armenia back, but, um, I don't know. I think, uh, she's going to have a, a tough go in the final. I was kind of thinking the same as you, Sebi, when there were two left, I didn't think it was going to be her. So we'll see. We will. And, uh, you should see our Instagram building on the land bridges online podcast. Our most recent real shows, uh, one of our, uh, you know, trio's reaction to Slovenia qualifying. 
Joke Route with Carpe Diem made it. They were called last again for like the last time Slovenia qualified in 2019 with a very nice song, with a very nice song title, Sebi. I love that title. Um, yeah, uh, called last again, but again, a no-brainer that it would be Slovenia when we saw who was left. Um, great performance, totally deserving of the final. Um, I know... Sh- Young Dave, who wants to continue? Me. Yeah. They were joking out with, with my heart. You know, with my little gay pop heart, which cannot <laughs> take that pressure. And, you know, that's the same story every single year, whenever we do it. And, you know, especially this year's um, Eurovision journey with Joker out. That was probably, you know, um, it's been quite a while since the whole country in general, you know, supported the entry. When Even though there were some, you know... Um, issues um, at the beginning when they were you know internally selected we only did it once mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they did such an amazing job and I think it's you know we are all in for a treat for Saturday uh, I would anyway say that um, it's been like really like a roller coaster with with you know promo tour with uh, so much other stuff and um, this is this is like I think it was like really really well deserving um place to go but like can we next time please do it somewhere in between one and i don't know just get called first it's yes. so relieving it's yeah. so <laughs> busy. like croatia got called off first and i was like you know this is this is this is just great mm-hmm. i mean austria you were you were when 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 you we were called fifth this you know, time that's, yeah, that's, that's halfway yeah. and and it's great in the meantime <laughs> by, by the time you get a 10th finalist you yeah. pretty much get you know get your sure together so there's I'm always glad. doubt no matter how sure you are if yeah. your last call yeah, yeah, there's always doubt yeah, it, is. it is how can I follow that what am, what am I going to say <laughs> uh, I have no horse in the race obviously so uh, it, it's fun to support Austria and Slovenia with the two of you um, and since I heard Carpe Diem way 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 back months ago I've wanted this to qualify I think this is Slovenia's best effort in many years I, for me personally back to Lea Cirque this is mm. the best one since then for me. So super thrilled. And um, we'll talk about running order shortly. Uh, and we'll see how it does in the second half of the final. Yes. So that means, of course, that six acts didn't make it to the final. And those are Denmark, Greece, Iceland, Georgia, Romania, and San Marino. I have to say, I wasn't too surprised about most of them. The only one that kind of bothered me was Georgia not making it. I thought they definitely could, and they definitely had a place in this final. Um, again, she was one of the best vocalists that night. Uh, I thought the imagery, the scenery was stunning, to be honest. Um, I would have seen her, like, maybe before Estonia or, um, you know, even Poland or even Switzerland, Albania, you know, uh, I was more surprised by those compared to Georgia because I actually thought Georgia might be a sure bet to qualify this year. I mean, out of this one, two, three, four, five, six, five, mm-hmm. how many? Six. 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 Uh, as I said before, the only one is Georgia, which is a shocking, you know, non-qualifier. But yet again, there was no juries. And this is definitely a jury song, you know, yeah. and probably jury only, you know, the one which is, I mean... Echo wasn't, you know, the song which could go, you know, on a way that, um, you know, casual viewer would go and pick up the phone saying, oh, I'm voting for Georgia this time. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, it is, a, you know, it's a, she she had, like, an amazing vocals, fantastic staging. For me, mm-hmm. sadly, the song wasn't the best. 
uh, but not the best in a way that it wouldn't be good, but just like it wasn't my, you know, up my street mm. that I would go and say, oh, this is, you know, even though if it's out of my music genre comfort zone, yeah. I would go and vote for that. So this is probably why people thought pretty much the same. It just bothers me that, you know, Georgia has finally started to try again in Eurovision and now the new voting rule kind of bites them. Mm. That's, that's did you bad. have anything anyone who didn't I'm just I'm just taking them off my brain like uh, Riley for Denmark I mean he kind of stole slash borrowed uh, Rosalind's uh, staging idea from last year <laughs> yeah. horrible autotune kind of makes sense um, San Marino if you're gonna be a micro state in this you need to come with something huge something mm. That stands out. I, I mean, they, they kind of had that last year. It didn't work, but this certainly wasn't the right direction for them. Uh, Romania, Theodore has this woman in gold run out and, and like, paint his chest. My jaw was on the floor after that. I still yeah. don't really understand what happened there. I think it was too weird for casual viewers. Like, yeah. we know he's a theater kid, and we he know like he knows staging for theater, but maybe not for television that much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to say I am sorry for Greece and Iceland as well. Um, like Victor was lovely to talk to. Um, I wasn't that su surprised, but still I would have loved for him to go through. Same for Diljau from Iceland. Uh, she gave everything, the power that she was singing about, she definitely had. Uh, definitely. I mean, um, I, I wasn't a part of it when you guys did it, but when I listened to episodes with Victor, it was amazing. And, you know, as we talked throughout the semifinals, he pretty much just knew, you know, like all of this Eurovision songs in the past. He wasn't even a part of it. Uh, Dave is now trying to have a sip of Coke. And yeah. I think he can just... <laughs> uh, but yet again, you know, it's... it's um, I think all in, all, all in all, we got the right 10 of them. Um, and maybe countries who didn't make it, you know, they should just maybe try again next year. Maybe. <laughs> Or they all maybe. <laughs> I'm looking at you, San Marino. <laughs> all right. So things are changing quickly in Eurovision week. And now we suddenly have the running order for the grand final already. And uh, there are a few surprises, I might say. Uh, we're starting with Austria, in fact, um, so maybe the audience will be, who the hell was Edgar when they see the recap? Um, but yeah, what do you think about the starter? Even though if we think that the Austria um, is, you know, having a shoot in their own knee with it, I would still say that um, maybe it's a good thing that they brand it as, you know, even though if they go as the first one, they're such a great opener, I would anyway expect them to go Maybe, you know, lower, but um, I, I think that they're not, like, losing any result just because of that. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit worried. Um, I remember being very shocked last year at how poorly We Are Domi did. I thought they were a great opener from a, from a producer's point of view, as I think, you know, who the hell is Edgar is as well. I see why mm -hmm. they did it. But I fear, I fear this will affect uh, the voting and, and they might get forgotten after 25 other songs, mm. especially with other big names like Kadia, Lorraine, and you know, mm. a few others that will follow them. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, Portugal got in spot two, which I think is not really surprising. Um, you want to keep you know, the audience with a catchy song. Um, I don't think it really was a contender for the victory, so I can definitely see why they put it there. Yeah, but I, th I still think, you know, it's, it's a nice song. For, I mean... 
the thing is, we now have like 26 songs in the final on Saturday. And I think all of them, you know, they deserve the spot. So whatever, whenever we put them, I think, um, you know, in the time of social media and stuff, and that when you, you know, when you can listen to the songs before, uh, if the song is good, I think it's still no matter where it is located, and I think that's Portugal's case. It's going to stand out definitely as a song. It's, it's mm. different than any other, you know. But unfortunate second, you know, position mm. in the final, it, it's not really... I, I, I don't think any country will ever win again uh, in second place just because there's, <laughs> there's, there's, too, there's too many. Yeah. And, and I think the producers know that this fact um, that no one's ever won in second place and I think that might play a role when they... they choose who goes there i'm just shocked it's not albania yeah yeah good for them but that would have been like a crime at this point if they did it for the third no, time in a row go second yeah. um but i i do pity the people that had to put this together because a lot of the big names drew first half mm. and you have a lot of similar songs in the second half so it was it could have been easier to spread them apart and yeah. as they're supposed to make each one shine and give it its own you know unique mm. three minutes that don't look like the three minutes before or the three minutes that will happen after mm. so yeah <laughs> yeah so i don't really have much to say about the next three i think the next huge name is france uh which is on spot six now i don't know i can see some french people being disappointed with that um it was a lower social media saying mm. like how i mean it's a great song but like i think french fans are really convinced they were in for i mean they might win, who knows? But just like I don't see it on the cards right now, <laughs> even though it's a great song. No, but they're, they're just like the Spanish fans. They all think yeah. Spain will win. The Swedish fans all think Sweden's going to win and so forth and so forth. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of hate towards the EBU this morning coming from some of those Facebook groups, yeah. especially the French ones. Um, it's early for her. Um, but like, like you just said, like if, if it's going to win, it's going to win anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see this one threatening for the win. Now that we've had some rehearsals. Yeah. Uh, it goes on much crazier. Uh, Spain and Sweden follow right <laughs> after each other in eight and nine. Um, I don't really understand this choice. To we be have three, three divas in four spots. Yeah. O- only Andrew Lambrou breaks up the, the four of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there has to be balance. Yeah. Well, and, and if, if you keep going, I mean, Albania after, you've got another Italy diva well. there. Yeah. <laughs> Marco Mangoni is a bit of a diva, and then Alika. Like, yeah. it's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's like I a said before, it's really tough. In, like, you know, from song six to 12, it's a lot of, you know, high notes. Mm, <laughs> it is, pretty much. And I think this is pretty much just one after another. I mean, for me, and we talked about it, I think it's it's sort of like, as it looks like, that EBU wants Finland to win, you know, since he was at the end of this first half. Yeah. And uh, Spain and Sweden ride one after another. But I still think that they will definitely, the ones who are, like, located with, with good songs, wherever they are, I think they will still do well. And this is where I think about... Austria still doing well, um, Finland, Sweden, Spain. Yeah, but from a producer's point of view, I mean, Karia has Estonia and Czechia. As, yeah. You know, they're not really threatening for the win, either of them. Uh, if you're in Camp Sweden or Camp Lorraine, uh, you've got a huge act, you know, right before. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting if you're looking at it from a betting uh, perspective or... Yeah. Or from a producer's odds, if, if if we assume they want somebody to win, mm. it would appear that it might be Karia. Yeah. Speaking of. 
Yeah, number 13, uh, I think it's a great spot for them, really. I think Finland is really... It's a winning spot. Yeah. Order, yeah. yeah. Uh, like last year, Kalush Orchestra were spot 12, so maybe it will continue very similarly. Um, well, the rest is pretty... Um, I would talk about Norway quickly. I think 20 is also a great spot. Um, but it is a weird um, mix then. I think the second half is much crazier than the first half. Yeah. Um, I mean, between Ukraine and Germany, I can see Norway standing out from that. Yeah, surely, surely. I mean, she, she anyway, you know, even before she won the whole thing, she was global, she went vi viral, and I think that's also one of the cases here. TikTok is definitely helping, uh, or definitely helped as a platform, mm -hmm. uh, both to qualify or to get, you know, the recognition it deserves. So I think it's a fun song. People seem to love it, and, and that's a good thing. I think that's Norwegian, Norwegian television did a good job. I think um, Monica might do better than we think too in 22nd place with Germany before and Israel after. She, especially right after Germany, she'll really slow things down and get the crowd. I mean, the crowd will be wowed by Germany, but then mm -hmm. she's going to like bring them in with the chuto tuto. So yeah. I, think, I think that might be a nice special moment for her. The breath of fresh air, mm. maybe. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone will be stunned by Israel and the, and the dance break again. Mm -hmm. Everyone will be just cheering on Slovenia. Everyone will be shocked by Croatia. <laughs> and then, well, UK to close. You know, but it's a good thing. Like, you know, you always have to to, to, to close with, with... I mean, I think UK closing the show... Makes sense. Makes yeah. all the sense. Even though it was decided by a draw, it still yes. makes sense. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but like, it makes all the sense. And it's such a nice story, I would say. Uh, would you call it EBU, Rona Running Water? <laughs> oh well <laughs> no but I think you know you, both Ukraine and UK being the, on the second part of the show you know makes you know the whole message is, is so well received I would say and they're both somehow hosting the thing so UK on behalf of Ukraine yeah. so it's pretty much you know makes all the sense so I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to that mm -hmm. and I have no I know what is going to be on top two but for the rest I have no clue yeah, but I do think that it's like a disadvantage for the UK at this point, especially coming like right after Croatia. Um, it you might know, seem a little bit unnecessary. I know? would say that Croatia is more like WTF moment, even though they're epic. They're you know they they're um, they're their thing is going on for so many years, but like Europe just met them now. And also, if you take a look on, on the YouTube, I think they're still the most viewed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as we speak, the most viewed um, live performance. Live performance. Yeah. But it's more like, you know, I, I wouldn't see Croatia as a huge threat to anybody. But it definitely stands out. But it definitely so stands if you're right after Croatia, you might be forgotten. But okay, it's a well, song anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there's much else to say. No, it's I, a pretty shocking running order, but like it's be, not because of the running itself, just because of you know who draw which half. That was like you know the main factor. Let's make our um, brave prediction of our top three, but not top three of our days, but like top top, top three as what what it will happen yeah. on Saturday. I will say Spain in third place, Sweden in second, and Finland in first. Davide. Oh my! You put me on the spot. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I I just I don't I don't see people voting for Spain. I don't think she's going to get the televote. No, I think it'll be the juries. I can see her yeah. actually dominating the jury votes, and then you know, mm. it might not, you know, 
But that might push her down to fourth or fifth. Third, mm. third is really tough to call. I don't, I'm staring at them all now, and I, I, I can't pick a third place. I really can't. I mean, it's you know, the easiest part is like saying Finland and Sweden. My prediction is, and I wouldn't mind it that way, is like Finland is winning televotes, uh, Lorene is winning juries, and Sweden became, you know, overall winner. When it comes to third place, it could be literally, you know... Maybe Israel even. Maybe, maybe Israel. But might it, like it. The Taliban will like it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm content just to shut up and wait and see what happens. I'm, I'm yeah. super excited for tomorrow night. And uh, for me, I, I'm, a, I'm a stats nerd. I'm a flag nerd. I'm a geography nerd. I cannot wait for the voting to start. Yes, me too. That should be a slogan for our podcast. Shut up and wait what happens. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, uh, we we sort of uh, woke up in this amazing uh, Friday with some great, great news. Yes, we've got 37 countries competing at Eurovision this year. And we just got some news that a country who competed 37 times will be back next year. And one, how many? Four? Five. Five, five times. 37 wow. times. Incredible. So wow. the, the huge news, of course, is that Luxembourg has announced today, out of the blue that they will be back at the contest. Uh, there were some rumors back in February, uh, an article came out in uh, Luxembourgish media that said that, you know, they were planning this. And but, I mean, we've seen these come out before, you know, mm. they, they tease them and then nothing ever happens. Well, it's official. Official. Yeah. it's official, it's yeah. official. It's on Eurovision.tv's website. If anybody uh, is listening yeah. and hearing this for the first time, you can go read all about it. There's some quotes there from, um, from the CEO of RTL about how excited they are. They're getting their delegation ready for 2024 and, and figuring out how they're going to select a, an entry. I mean, probably going to be internal, but who well, knows? Who well, knows? According to their uh, history, it seems like they will definitely go yeah. for, for internal selection. But isn't that great? Like, I don't remember when was the last time we, you know, somehow had already this new countries coming back. Like, not new, but like, Returning you know. Countries. Yes. After so long. After Monaco, so long. I guess. Monica yeah. could be, yeah. Andorra could be, you know, one of the countries coming back. That would be back. huge yeah. news too. That would be great. Mm. But but it seems great. Yeah, I think we'll spend more time talking about this in a future episode. Yes. But yeah, it's definitely huge news, and I still don't know how exactly it happened. <laughs> I'm just I'm puzzled. But yeah, we're, it's, all, we're all kind of still in shock. Yeah, <laughs> but it's great news. We like new countries. It's as shocking as as good there, news right? that yeah. also happens. It is. It is like it's an amazing filler news to to wait for for the grand final. Come on, Liechtenstein, we're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. We're building Underline Bridges Online Podcast. Feel free to leave us a review if you can, and we'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Talk to you soon.